Dylan and Phil have been friends for a very long time. They went to high school together. They went to college together. They moved to Chicago, got married, had kids. Well, not with each other. They have separate families. But now they get together to talk about what those kids are watching. It's Hop on Pop Culture. Hi, I'm Kevin Alvis with Big Talk Podcasts. I believe that everyone needs to treat themselves for a job well done. Whether it's surviving a workday jam-packed with mind-numbing meetings or that five-mile bike ride down the lake with your friends, nothing says, I fucking crushed this like a delicious cold beer. And there's no finer place to treat yourself than Chicago's northernmost taproom, Howard Street Brewing. Just steps from the Howard Street Red Line, Howard Street Brewing offers a cozy 37-seat taproom that's perfect for catching up with old friends or making some new ones. And don't let their one-barrel system fool you. It's perfectly pumping out a rotating menu of amazing beers like Roger's Proud Pale Ale, the Better Late Than Never Pilsner, and the This Is What Happens Larry Belgian Saison. Not sure what to try? Get a flight. Try them all. Like that beer and want some for the after party? Grab a few growlers for the road. You want some sweet merch with your beers? They've got hats and t-shirts ready for you too. So if you're in Chicago or planning a trip to Chicago, be sure to check out Howard Street Brewing. Open Tuesday through Sunday. No cash, cards only. Oh, and did I mention that there's entertainment every Tuesday night and trivia every Wednesday night? Oh, 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 and did I mention that you can have food from all the local spots delivered right to your table? Oh, 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 and did I mention that they're pet friendly? This place is the shit. So check out Howard Street Brewing, located at 1617 West Howard Street in Chicago and at howardstreetbrewing.com. Be sure to tell them Big Talk sent ya. I apologize if I adjust myself a little bit here. It is just What's going on. You little well, wiggle worm. Yeah, the old wiggle worm, you know, head of a sec to me last week. You get and... your worm so your worm no longer wiggles is what you're saying. Oh, well, I hope no, it's don't answer that. Soon. It's yeah. fine. It was a play on words. We're not here to embarrass We're not each here other to talk or about make our my, listeners my feel wiggle worm. And besides, it it shouldn't affect the worm itself. It just affects the little uh, what would you call it? The little eyeball? No, not eyeballs. The robin's but... eggs. Waiting to yeah, hatch the to devour eggs. the worm. None of these analogies no, work very well. Yeah. You had a vasectomy is what we're getting I had at, a vasectomy. Right? I had a vasectomy <laughs> last Wednesday. And I am still recovering because, of course, one of my, my testicles, testes, is swollen. Do you so, want to say a third word for the rule of threes? So it's super yeah. funny. Testicles, testes, balls. Everybody's got a little thing to say about the stuff they love. Pop culture, Rebel and Man are gonna teach their dads, Phil and Dylan, if they're willing, if they're willing to. Hop on, pop culture, hop on, pop culture, hop on, pop culture now. A couple old friends are gonna ask the kids about books and movies and TV shows. And those two guys might open their eyes and see it's all just a big surprise. They're gonna hop on, pop culture. One of the one of my balls is swollen, and it's just super fucking painful. So here I am every once in a while, just wiggling around. I got home from the surgery, and I did not want to put an ice pack on it because it just made it feel that much worse. So I have not been icing it. And, oh, you gotta ice it. Well, I know. So I started today. I started. Well, I had to go back to the office, so I could sit in my office with an ice pack on my crotch. But tonight, when I'm sleeping, 
you better believe that ice pack is going straight on it. Well, I mean, put a put a dish a towel, towel or something. Towel. Like, don't well, put yeah, it straight I mean, on. No, all right. I misspoke. I misspoke. It will be over my sweatpants, wrapped in a towel, sitting on my crotch. Thank you for the visual. Yeah, you're welcome. That was highly detailed, very specific. Well, I'm going to have a blast to editing this one. <laughs> <laughs> I aim to please, Phil. You know, we're just trying to normalize it. So, hmm. yeah, no, that's all it I is. had I had one. I had one, too. And then, like, they're like, okay, you've had it. We're going to need to rest for a little bit. And mm-hmm. also, by the way, my wife commented on this. She said, boy, men are weak. Because we looked at the, <laughs> we looked at the meds that they gave us, and they're like, all right, so we got one prescription. It's like extra strong Tylenol, mm-hmm. basically. You're going to take that because of the swelling and the discomfort. And then here's one. Take this about, you know, 30 minutes to an hour before the surgery. And I forgot to take that one because, oh, you know, see. I was doing everything else. Yeah. You know, did the fasting, got up, made sure I was clean, uh, yeah. made sure I was, you know, ready to go down there so they didn't have to do that. And yeah. I get there and I'm like, oh, man, I forgot take that pill was that important does that like do something to my blood does it enlarge vessels yeah. that like make it easier for the procedure to happen and they're like oh no no that's just for anxiety oh, i'm like see, you, wait hold on you prescribed they, and gave me anxiety medication and i did not know it was even anxiety medication like see, men go in for the simple in-office procedure yeah <laughs> hey give you anxiety medicine right off the bat without asking. Meanwhile, women have to prove that they're in pain during childbirth Mm -hmm. sometimes. Oh, the double standard. I know. It's crazy. I mean, they did did not offer me anxiety medication. I mean, they didn't offer me any medication beforehand. They were like, hey, show up and, you know, don't worry about anything. Just show up and we'll see what happens. It was like, do you want me to fast or anything? for me. (laughs) no, you don't need to fast or anything. I was like, oh, so I just, I literally just show up and they're like, yeah, we'll just numb you and then take care of it. It was like, okay, cool. So that's what happened is they just numbed me and took care of it and talked the whole time. And it was like, oh, great. And the shot for the numbing is the only thing I felt. So there you have it. You know, yeah. I mean, easy, now easy. you're a little sore, obviously. Now I'm sore. Yeah. Now I'm well, sore. Hey, since you're going to have to be, you know, sedentary i've got just the thing because i've been watching a ton of it lately and i'm super eager to talk about it i'm gonna try to get you into my little pony oh boy okay as as an adult or as like something to watch with my oh, as yourself it's legit good like okay. i okay. never i never watched it in the 80s because i was very young and i was a yes. boy that was not really being presented to me you know as an option exactly exactly so you know i've i've known about the my little pony brand yeah. But I've never been into it. I've never been a fan, you know, of the of the franchise. But yeah, I've asked the past since at least what 2017 or something like that, probably earlier, with Friendship is Magic. Mm-hmm. Like all these My Little Pony properties are super good. The core ones anyway. Once they start getting, you know, They're branching out from the trunk all over the place, it gets a little, you know, the leaves get a little thinner. But yeah. the core of it, Friendship is Magic, and now a new generation on Netflix. So good. So okay. good. I love and, it. So I guess that's my starting point. Is that is it a Netflix Netflix original now? Or is it is it still produced by some other studio and Netflix just bought it? So Paramount produced it, this the movie studio. Mm-hmm. And they were going to have a worldwide theatrical release. It was going to be a big thing. Like it's a nice looking movie. It's CGI. Yeah. 
3D animation. All the ponies somehow look fuzzy without looking like sloppy. Oh. It's like the the humor is really there. The art style is on point. It's a really good, well made movie. This would have been a big in the movie theater experience for kids and families, yeah. but the pandemic happened. Uh, okay. So Paramount's so, like, hold, hold we don't want to lose our so. shirts on this. They pulled it from almost every theater on earth and gave Netflix the right to premiere it on their platform. God is why you'll see okay. the Netflix logo up there and why Netflix has access to the other series like friendship is magic and things like that. Okay. Also, so the laziest quick. thing, and Netflix and Disney do this, the laziest freaking content creation thing I have ever seen is a sing-along version of a kid's movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Disney does this, that all this the time. This movie has a couple songs in it. What yeah, do you say so we'll, we just show we'll the some exact subtitles. Movie, but yeah, we're going to exactly. put the words on the bottom of the screen. And then you, you can, can the kids read along. it? No. But it doesn't matter because the adults know how to then. Okay, yeah. so go going back a second, you said it's fuzzy. So is it fuzzy? Well, like I've just the, been watching. Like the, I got a big TV that's mounted on the wall, so it's like oh, yeah, above my head yeah, now. Exactly. And like for some reason, mounting it made it a little like the picture looks better oh, for yeah. some reason. Hey, the same thing. My when my dad comes to visit, he's always like, "Is this a special TV? You the, everything <laughs> is so clear. Like, and, can you see how clear this is?" And we're like, "Yeah, are the tubes?" But it only happened after we after we mounted it. So okay, so I'm I'm when I think fuzzy. I'm thinking like the 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 remake of the Lion King, uh, where it's like the real animals that and somehow they look real. Is that what you mean by fuzzy? So the when I say fuzzy, I mean imagine a solid plastic toy like okay. a My Little Pony or a troll yep. doll, specifically yep. to you know that kind of plastic feel, mm-hmm. not a Happy Meal toy plastic. Yeah, but feel, the but the like almost yeah, like a nineteen eighties fuck the environment. We're making yeah, plastic toys kind of feel. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I think of um, My Little Pony. So now, if you ever so if, is fuck the environment. Yeah. Now imagine <laughs> like that's covered in velvet. Oh, okay. And that's it's very it's very cartoonish. So that's but for some reason like yeah like I just my let my. I have watched it five times in the last two days. Oh, thank you, Rebel. She loves it. She's fixated on that movie right now. Like she's still into everything else. She still loves Mario and Kirby, and you know she she loves the Dino Trucks and yeah. The movie she's super into right now is this, which thank God it isn't Frozen. Yes, but it's at least you know it's it's good, and I really enjoyed it. And I've been looking, I've been catching all these details of this movie that Netflix Mm -hmm. got its hands on because of the pandemic. Late on me. My Little Pony, A New Generation. That's the name of the movie. Okay. It follows a new generation of ponies. They're still in the land of Equestria. This is still in the timeline of Friendship is Magic, which came before it. It's set in a future where unicorns, pegasi, and earth ponies, they no longer live together. They're, they're no longer friends. Okay. Uh, something happened. It's been a, a generational thing. I don't know exactly how long it's been, but long enough that they've all separated into their own tribes and they have no contact with each other. An entire generation of ponies has grown up not seeing another kind of pony. Okay. So they're and, super segregated. Their history and, books are wrong. They're taught in oh. school by by their their parental generation 
to fear things like unicorns have sharp razor teeth and they'll oh chew you up okay. and eat you for breakfast and Pegasi snatch children. Like, I mean, bad stuff, really? man. So it's the War of the States versus the Civil War kind of thing. Like, just alternative history depending on where you are in this world. Yeah, the okay. schools are the schools are teaching one thing. It's not right. It's not kind. It's not accurate. It's racist. Yeah. Yeah. But these, okay. these kids don't know it. Sunny Star Scout believes that there could be a world where Pegasi and unicorns and earth ponies are all friends. She's taught this by her father, who is mm-hmm. like an archaeologist who's been doing like research into Pegasi and unicorn history and stuff like that. And he believes that, you know, there's no reason why they can't all get along. So that's what he teaches to his daughter. And then his daughter is friends with Hitch. What's Hitch's name? Hold on, because he's played by James Marsden. (laughs) Hitch Trailblazer. That's his name. I know, right? James Marsden. Wow. Yeah, James Marsden, who I also love from the Sonic movies, who plays Donut Lord. So Hitch feels conflicted, but he's going with the status quo Mm -hmm. and the establishment. And another pony named Sprout. Sprout is the son of the most xenophobic racist pony in the village. And Sprout's fully bought in because of his parenting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even like... Argyle, Sunny Star Scout's dad, is accused by Sprout's mom of trying to brainwash young children and indoctrinate them into believing that there can be a world where there is peace and people live together in harmony. So many parallels for today, man. Wait, yeah, Yeah, they're pretty pronounced. They're pretty pronounced. Yeah, but then it flashes forward. Sunny Star Scout's dad's no longer in the picture. I don't know. I always have to, I always wind up like getting her a bottle of milk not a bottle she doesn't drink drugs anymore <laughs> a cup of milk you know for a bottle of water uh, so i i i, I don't I, you either went missing or he died or something he's, I don't he's know, dead you know, like, yeah he's, they're he's all gone. dead he's probably dead. dead dead parents kids movies Listen, i don't know ponies Fantasy? don't live forever that's that's it ponies die at some point most ponies go to heaven you know, we know going into this that all the ponies are supposed to be friends. So immediately this starts off weird. So, you know, Sunny Star Scout, who is voiced by Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, uh, OK. Right. Wow. She is our audience surrogate. We feel, wow. you know, for her, we are viewing this from her point of view. These are, these are um, we, big we can see the craziness around her that no one else seems to acknowledge. She, as a kid, writes a letter and just sends it out into the world saying, hey, if there are any unicorns or pegasi out there, you have a friend here, you know, where the earth ponies live. Come by and visit sometime. And then she sends that off as a kid. She doesn't think anything of it. And then one day, fast forward until they're all like, you know, no, young adults, I'll say. I'm going to say young adults because Hitch Trailblazer is the sheriff. And there's no way you make a kid Uh a sheriff. No, So they must all be young adults at this point. Yeah, they have to be. I was thinking teenagers, but even then. Even yeah, then, even yeah, then, yeah, you can't have so, a sheriff. They're young adults, and one day a unicorn walks into town, and everyone freaks out, like well, doesn't course, have any yeah. idea, like screaming, running, panicking. They've been indoctrinated, uh, yeah. Uh, and so enter Izzy Moonbow. She is voiced by Kamiko Glenn. They realize, hey, there's this thing in my dad's research. If we take this crystal from this group of ponies and this other one from this group of ponies and we put them together, we could bring magic back because no pony has magic. Unicorns can't use magic. I can't fly. Earth ponies feel a little bit unchanged (laughs) to me, I guess. I was trying to to some sort of caste system involved. 
Yeah, so Earth ponies, they don't have any magic, do they? They're just colorful ponies, right? I don't know. I mean, they all have, I mean, are all they... of them have talents for sure that are like, you know, different, but yeah. I don't are know. They... There has to be some. Well, you know, maybe it's just, it's their friendship. And that's what the point is, is yeah. that the whole point of the movie is that you got to reach out and you got to meet people and you got to talk to them and you got to learn about them. And then once you know about them, they're not so scary. And then you can be friends and then great things happen. Hence, friendship is magic. It makes Uh, wonderful things happen, but it only ever works. And this is what I love about all the My Little Pony properties. The ones that I've watched, not that, like I said, you get farther out from the trunk, the leaves start to thin. I saw a thumbnail for one that they were all, they were all human. And I'm like, no. Okay, that yeah. is unacceptable. I don't know yeah. who that is for, but it is not I guarantee you <laughs> that's a niche audience and they are above 18. So that is, do that not is do that. For, uh, that's for the bronies, as we say. Uh, yeah. I am not a brony, uh, even though I'm a big fan of My Little Pony and I am a man and I will tell you why I'm not a brony. Uh, it's because I'm not a bro. This message for this movie seems to be extra poignant in the middle of the pandemic when it came out too well it was made you know, before the pandemic because it was supposed it was, to get released but, and then the pandemic forced but it, it just to be seems uh, like you know the the idea of reaching out and friendship and when it, it just seems like a very timely message even though it was supposed to come out beforehand it's definitely timely it's the same message though that every my little pony has had that i've seen anyway i'm yeah. assuming the one in the 80s which i'm not a big fan of how that's drawn is probably the same yeah. kind of message, you know, of inclusiveness and sharing cultures. And, you know, it's like, it's like Star Trek, you know, infinite mm-hmm. diversity in infinite combinations. Yeah. It's what makes everything fantastic and incredible. This movie just directly tackles, hey, sometimes institutions do terrible things because they, you mm-hmm. know, they implement this education policy that's xenophobic. And they tell their kids not to question it. They ostracize the one kid that does question it. Mm -hmm. And then when they do wind up meeting someone outside of that culture, everyone panics when the unicorn shows up. Of course. uh, Except for Sunny Star Scout, who, you know, great opportunity to make a friend. And she does. She becomes friends with Izzy. Out. The, like, junior deputy under Sheriff Hitch. Okay. Winds up using their fear to declare himself emperor of the earth ponies and raise them into an army that he is then going to march on the unicorns and pegasi okay all right so So the end result of the end result of this bad education and these xenophobic policies that you wind up with an entire ignorant generation who embrace and elect fascists in order to wage war on those that they perceive as different from you all right, this is a good message, but Phil, this just... is the anti-Paw Patrol. I love it. <laughs> yes, perfect. That's what we're always looking for: is the anti-Paw Patrol. Okay, so, but these these ponies, they're still the colorful ponies. Oh, right? they're super colorful. Yeah, they, and okay, they have great. sparkle. So they don't they don't like put stormtrooper uniforms on or anything when they're going to march against when whatever his name is becomes emperor. His name is Sprout, and he's voiced by Ken Jeong. There's a lot of big names in this. We got already mentioned James Marsden and Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Ken Jong, Jane Krakowski, Phil oh, Lamar wow. is oh, in this wow. one. Tara Strong is in it. She is one of my favorite all-time voice actors. Yeah, oh no, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So so they do they are pulling characters from Friendship is Magic to come into this 
world, but just in an yeah. That's how you tell it's a shared universe. Way. Got it. Got the it. The MLPU. Okay, ah, yes. <laughs> MLPU. PU. This sounds great. This this it's fantastic. Sounds... And when they elect when they elect that fascist leader, mm-hmm. it is one of the best songs in any kids movie that I've oh, watched so, since so Rebel this... was born. This does have music to it too. Oh yeah, it's a musical, and like, like there are a lot of bops in it, man. The music okay. is fantastic. When Sprout whips everyone into a frenzy, the chorus of the song is mob, 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 angry, angry. Oh wow! It's so okay. fun. It's so okay. fun to I sing. Did that. I did yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so what is it? Mob, 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 mob. Angry, angry, angry. Is that something it? like that? We're we're something gonna butcher. Like I I keep yeah, always I mean, accidentally slipping into Lady Gaga. Oh Angry, angry, angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, that's our remix right there. The, oh, the lady, it. the My Little Gaga remix. My Lady Gaga. Always Ooh. wondered if you could wear meat, My Lady <laughs> Gaga. If you could wear hornet nests on your feet. My Lady it's Gaga. It's so good, man. Yeah. So oh, that's great. Uh, music okay. is about voice acting's top notch. The message is fantastic. I love My Little Pony. I didn't think I was going to dig a new generation as much as I did. They're both great. And Friendship is Magic is so good friendship is magic is so good dylan yeah okay and that's our, the, that's the our TV friendship show. is magic our friendship is magic, magic is happening right now we're making a podcast yes it, it is through the power um, of friendship through the power of friendship and zoom yeah we're sponsored by zoom no we're not no we're not we're, we're not sponsored, sponsored by, by howard street brewery yeah howard street brewery hop on pop culture <laughs> brought to you by howard street brewery, street brewery. and vasectomies <laughs> get one now yeah. Okay, cool. So so the Friendship is Magic is a TV show. You said there's four seasons of it? Five. Five seasons. Okay. There's five seasons of it. It follows as the main protagonist, Twilight Sparkle, voiced okay. by the incomparable Hera Strong. Oh, She's Tara so Strong. good. She's so brilliant. good at everything. Just oh, truly brilliant. so much. Yeah. One of the um, best. One of the best. And I know that a lot of times I'll reference someone without giving any context in the episode <laughs> because, you know, that's how I roll. But just to give everyone a little bit of context, Tara Strong, prolific voice actor. She was Miss Minutes in Loki. She has been the voice of Bubbles in the Powerpuff Girls. She has been Harley Quinzel in Batman Arkham Games. Yes. Oh, that's right. I forgot she did that. Yep. Yep, she's been Raven in Teen Titans Go. She has been Baby Shark, Puppy Dog Pals, thing that you can think of. Dragon's yeah. Rescue Riders, which is another good one, by the way, that I recommend. Yeah, she's done voices for Gabby's Dollhouse. She's Kitty Fairy. Oh, my God. I love Gabby's so Dollhouse, much. too. Like, seriously, everything this woman voices is gold. Absolutely. And just yeah. totally different every time. Which is just, it, that's so rare, you know, that she can sound so different depending on what she's doing. It's incredible. Dill in the Rugrats movie. Oh, oh. That I was her. Not, All the baby crying. That. Like, yeah. real, that super crazy, realistic baby crying. Wow. That was her. I had that was no Tara idea. Strong. Yeah. And she's the voice of wow. Twilight Sparkle. She was, she got the job over Madonna, not Twilight Sparkle, but Dill Pickles. 
Because okay. Dill Pickles was going to be voiced by Madonna for some reason. For what and who knows? recording like Stretch Track or something like that. And it, she did a baby cry. And there happened to be a woman who had just recently given birth. Mm-hmm. And the woman who was listening to this recording session began lactating. Oh, really? <laughs> and everyone went, oh, hey, why don't huh. we use her? Let's hire her. Yeah. That was fantastic. Let's yeah, hire her. The, the <laughs> woman who made me lactate. Yeah. That and, sounds, yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, Tara Strong got a job and Madonna will be okay. Yeah. Madonna will be fine. Madonna will be fine. Everything worked yeah. out for her. She's oh. going on tour. She'll be yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic is a fantastic show. There are five seasons. You can binge it while that ball of yours heals. <laughs> ah! Perfect. Perfect. I will. Yeah, because I I didn't mention before, but Mal punched me in the crotch yesterday, which is why my ball is so swollen. Yeah, no wonder. Is he that dead set again? Did you tell him like, hey kid, don't worry. We're done now. You don't yeah. have to you don't have to sabotage you, the system. You know, he's just going through a phase where he's jumping around a lot and running into me and he's just going through a pushing phase right now where we're like, okay, pushing pushing makes people hurt. Pushing can be hurtful sometimes. And Teaching empathy is so hard. It is. It is. Well, and the funny thing is like the the constant refrain I've been telling him over, since I had my vasectomy is like Listen, dad can't do that because dad has to recover. And so now he's been saying recovery isn't fun. And I'm like, yeah, I I know it's not. Believe me. Believe me. You have no idea how much I know that. But yeah, that's what he's saying is like, it's no fun. Dad doesn't need to recover. Recovery is not fun. And I'm like, yes, dad does need to recover. But you are correct. Recovery is not fun. The things they say, man. The other day, Rebel was riding her bike, and she goes and she picks up this broken piece of sidewalk concrete, and she's just like running up with it, like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's cool. Put it back." She's like, "No, I'm gonna put it in my basket. Let me do what I have to do. I'm gonna do my thing. You be a good parent." Yep. Like what? Where did that come? I'm you. Be I'm in good- therapy. I'm being chill now. I am a much cooler dad than I was a few months back. Yeah. Why are you modeling the bad behavior and not the improved behavior? And not the improved behavior. Yeah. Please catch up. That is so funny. She'll figure it out. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You let me do what I want. (laughs) Be a good parent. Let me do my thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, well, you know what they say. Recovery is no fun. That's right. That's what they all say. All right. So friendship is magic. Dude, this show's awesome. You got Tara Strong as Twilight Sparkle, who is a unicorn. And she moves to Ponyville in the land of Equestria. And Ponyville is a wonderful place. You got unicorns. You got Pegasi. You got Earth ponies all living together in harmony. Every pony has a mark on their backside. And for the adolescent ponies who don't have theirs yet, it's definitely an allegory for wanting to develop, wanting to go through puberty and gain the physical attributes that go with that. Mostly aimed at people who identify as girls. But applicable to everyone. They do a really good job of telling important stories with lessons 
using, you know, the My Little Pony established things like the cutie mark on the back. But it's not just to make them look cute. It's a specific thing. Like you get yours at a certain point in your life when mm. you have an experience or you realize something about yourself that's like core to your identity and yeah. makes you happy. And for some ponies like Applejack has apples on her because what makes her happiest is working her family's orchard. And harvesting right. all the apples and doing all of this manual labor. There's Pinkie Pie, who's a pink pony, and she okay. is super into partying. Just associate the Love letter it. P with her. Yeah, P Pinkie Pie party. Is she a Pegasus? No, she's an Earth pony. She's an Earth pony. Okay, great. She is an and Earth in, pony. Yeah. In in is this when they're still friends? When this is before the big separation has happened between the universe? Yeah, this is Pegasus. this is the series. This is okay. years before the generation. Got it. Comes got after it. Okay, them. great. Perfect. Yeah, this okay. is the original. This is the Star Trek TOS, the Star Trek TNG. Perfect. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, technically, this is the TNG, and I guess a new generation of My Little Pony would be Discovery, yeah. probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think it's getting sure. kind of a mixed response in some corners, but it's pretty good at its core, you know? Got it. Then there is Fluttershy, who is a Pegasus, and she has a way with animals. There's Rainbow Dash who's also a Pegasus, and she's a little bit more uh, adventurous, almost, I don't want to say aggressive, definitely assertive. No, I will definitely say aggressive. She's aggressive. <laughs> it's it's great. It's great, yeah. And then there's Rarity, who is also a unicorn, and Rarity has a fantastic sense of fashion, and she's, a fashion, she's an actual like fashion designer. Like, you know, that's her career path. That's her cutie mark. Like, that's her special thing that she brings is her eye for fashion and design so when you say that's her cutie mark how is it the word fashion or is it like a dress or i think it's like a couple of sparkles like like gems oh like rhinestones okay. almost not rhinestones she's classier than rhinestones but but you know i mean some sort of gem that you would put yeah. on a gown or something yeah twilight sparkle gets sent to this village to make friends with these ponies because celestia over in canterlot which is like you know, Camelot for ponies wants her oh, to God. learn about the power <laughs> okay. of friendship and the magic that that brings to the table. So she's there on a specific thing. And then she's supposed mm. to write a letter to princess Celestia every episode explaining what she learned about friendship that week. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Eventually they relax that like, but that was just to get them started. Then they have an episode where like, Oh my God, I haven't learned anything profound about friendship that I haven't already written about what I'm going to do. And she goes into an existential crisis and it resolves with the princess saying, yo, chill, just write me when you feel like it. It's cool. Don't worry. I, I trust you. <laughs> this, this being crippled under weighty expectations that may or may oh, not exist. This like beautiful yeah. analogy Ooh, for like anxiety. That. I loved that episode. Oh, that's, that sounds lovely. Yeah. And like her friends, Kind of, they know something's up, but she's not letting them in, and they're trying to help. But like, it's a fan, like, yeah, like I got anxiety. I get it, Twilight Sparkle. I got it. So they all bring different things to the table, and then there's another character who is a a dragon. His name is Discord, Ooh, uh, and he is okay, unfettered god of chaos. And would you like to guess who does his voice? Well, dragon. I've I'm just thinking Benedict Cumberbatch, but that can't. No, no, no. Him, it's so. it's John Delancey. Q from oh, Star Trek is basically really? just Q from Star Trek. From Star in my Trek yeah. So one of the okay. characters is just a dragon named Discord who is in Q. 
always that matter Q from Star Trek. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Oh, it's great. I love those episodes. And then it's got infectious music. I have winter wrap up stuck in my head still. Like, yeah, it's it's so good. And then what they know that they're they know that they're earworms, the people making this show. Because at one point there's an episode like two seasons later where Discord is taking a shower and he's singing to himself and he's singing the winter wrap-up song winter wrap-up winter wrap-up and it's like yes of course you're singing that because you watch yeah, this show it's, too because it's you in watch your it. head yeah. it's infectious it's yeah. so good yeah i if i remember right two record store days ago there was a my little pony soundtrack on vinyl like a limited edition my little pony and it oh, might have even been shaped like a pony was it uh, wait how do you uh, how do you play it <laughs> i just yeah. imagine the needle just like struggling yeah. so, to keep up with the shape so for those shapes they have like a circle in the middle so and then you just put it in the middle but it's shaped like a pony around it so yeah it's easy. so it's just it's what it's shorter because they sacrificed so much of yeah the... it's it only has like four songs on it or something but oh, okay yeah because i have i have a record that's shaped like a heart that just has two songs on each side that's that was the extent coming into this. That was what I knew about My Little Pony is that there was a record that was shaped like a pony out there. Well, the uh, music's for great. the adult fans. Yeah, yeah, lots of bops. Yeah, lots of bops. Yeah, you're um, as you said. Yeah, yeah. but I, I love the focus on how friendship is is a powerful thing. It can help you. It can help your friends. You can do things together that you couldn't do on your own this sense of like you know reaching out in community and having people's backs is something that i haven't felt since the pandemic started so i like that feeling that this show gives to me and i like that it may hopefully be giving you know rebel that too yeah because it's a nice feeling to have yeah see that's this is what i coming into this episode phil this is kind of what i knew about my little pony i knew about the bronies because there was a documentary in like 2010, 2011 about them. But what I found out today is that the whole brony movement started on 4chan. Do you know what oh, 4chan is? Yeah, it's awful. It's the cesspool yeah. of the internet. So it, it started on 4chan as a way for all these white guys to make fun of it. And then slowly, as they were watching it, they started to learn lessons from it and turn into better people. So they moved it off 4chan because this my little because my little pony was that was the cesspool. Be- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I when I was reading this, it was like, wow, okay. So this show really does have lessons for these people out there, for even for adults. This is great. You know, adults are are speaking to this. So lessons about community, lessons about believing in yourself, standing up for yourself, not being you know how to deal with feeling frustrated about not developing at the same rate as your peers lots and lots of very important things she gets to witness them you know dealing with that with fantastic voice acting throughout there's a movie for my little pony friendship's magic that came out i believe it was 2017 for that movie and you've got your you've got your core cast from the show itself but for the movie you get some big celebrities coming in. You get Michael Pena coming in for the movie as Grubber. You get Uzo Aduba as Queen Novo in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic movie. You get Liv Schreiber and Emily Blunt as a one-two punch of villains. You get Kristen Chenoweth as Princess Skystar. Oh, it is so good. Ty Ooh, Diggs is in it. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, man. Zoe this Saldana is, is in it. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, great. This is- 
This is great. The series, My Little Pony Friendship's Magic, the My Little Pony Friendship's Magic, the movie, and My Little Pony, A New Generation, which I have seen five times in the last two days because of Rebel. <laughs> so it's so good. The soundtracks are bops. The voice yeah. acting is tops. And you just go and clean up with some mops. I don't know. I ran out of rhymes for it. But I, you know what? I tried. I believe in myself. Put my best foot forward. I'll tell you what else rhymes. Hop on pops. Oh, hop on pops. Yeah. Because our show is tops. Hey, Dylan, what rhymes with orange? Nothing. No, it doesn't. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. I have no idea. What rhymes with orange? No, it doesn't. What? Come Oh, Phil, go away. This is terrible. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this and that's joke. how we're gonna, that's how we're gonna end it. We're gonna fade into music there. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We want to say thank you to our kids, Mal and Rebel. We want to thank our wives, Amy and Michelle. We want to thank Kevin Alves and Big Talk Podcasts, and we want to thank Jason Moody for our theme song. Come back and catch us next time on. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.